Well, praise God. I'm glad y'all are tuned in tonight. I'm glad y'all are here. We're going to have an awesome service tonight, and we're going to be doing things a little bit different. So I just want to go ahead and prepare you. We're going to be, uh, that when, the, when, when we start with the praise and worship, the praise and worship, the preaching, the scriptures, everything's all piled into this one segment of service. I, we did this several years ago, and we just felt like we wanted to do it again tonight. I believe that, that uh, it's going to touch your heart. I believe that as God moves tonight, I'm believing for miracles. I'm believing that, that through what God is doing through the, through the reading of the word and through the, 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 the celebration of, of Jesus, it's just going to be something that's going to change your life. I believe it's something that maybe even Sunday morning, Christmas morning, you maybe want to turn on or send to somebody and tell them to, to watch it. So we're going to pray. We're going to get started. And I just encourage you, you know, if you want to if you want to worship and kneel or sit or whatever you need to do, then, man, you just make yourself comfortable and let the spirit of God minister to you. So, Father, we just come to you tonight in Jesus mighty name. And Lord, I just pray and I just ask you for just special miracles tonight. Lord, I believe you in this season. The season of giving, the season of love, the season of celebrating the birth of Christ, that Lord, that tonight, that as we go through this this worship time, that Lord, you will be exalted, you will be praised, you will be lifted up. That Lord, we're so thankful for you sending Jesus, that Jesus coming into this world so that we could be saved, to have a savior, being born and coming to mankind so that we could be delivered. So Lord, I just pray tonight that as we worship you, that you touch people around this world, all over the, all over the world in every place and every corner, Lord God. That no matter where a person is, whether they be in darkness or they be in light, Lord, that you would touch them and just let them see how glorious you are. And so, Lord, we give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Oh, 
Now the birth of Christ is as follows. After his mother Mary had betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto Joseph in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take you Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she'll bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us.
Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said unto them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For there is born unto you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. that when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass which the Lord has made known unto us now the shepherds came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger Oh uh-huh. 
Now Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king. And behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and have come to worship him. Then the wise men departed and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them until it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. So it was as when the angel had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us.
Thank you, Jesus. You know, every year when I read the Christmas story out of Luke chapter 2, it always seems like the Lord has this ability to, to illuminate some portion of it that I just see like I've never really noticed it before. And I know I've read it a thousand times, you know, and, and I just see something. And in verse 15, it says, And so it was that when the angels had gone away from them unto heaven, and the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem. And when I saw that, and I was reading it, and of course, I guess in my vernacular, I changed it. And I said, let us go now to Bethlehem, not now go to Bethlehem. I guess that would be proper English to say now go to Bethlehem. But I just saw it and I said, man, let's go now. Right? And I told y'all Sunday that I, I was always so impressed that, you know, God came to these shepherds, the country people. And so you can imagine this scene, but this is what touched my heart this, this Christmas is that I thought about these shepherds out and they're, they're, you know, they have a job to do. They're keeping the wolves from the sheep. They're tending the sheep. They're not just having a camping trip. And here they see this sight that so boggled their minds and, and, and touched their hearts because it says the glory of the Lord shone. And it touched their hearts and they said, let's go now. Well, who took care of the sheep? They were willing to leave everything. They were willing to walk away from their job. Even to say their responsibility, they were willing to do it because they knew something bigger was going on than what they were doing. When Peter... In Luke chapter 5, Jesus got on his boat and preached the message. When it was all over with, it says they, so when they had brought their boats to the land, they forsook all and they followed him. They left everything. They got, they got out of their boats. They left their livelihood. They left everything behind to go to be with Jesus. About the Apostle Paul, Acts chapter 9. You know, he has the experience. What happens? He meets Jesus. And the light that shone around Paul was the glory of the Lord. The same glory that shone in the, in, there with the shepherds. And Paul gets knocked off his donkey and he, he goes through his experience. And then if he realized that Paul, when his, the, 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 the scales fell from his eyes. Then he forsook all and followed Jesus. In verse 22, it says, So Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus, proving that this Jesus is the Christ. So Paul, what his job was, was to go and to find Christians and to persecute them. And then all of a sudden, he's sitting in the synagogue and he's talking to the Jews there and he is coming up with the scriptures and he's confounding them with his wisdom turned around all because the glory of the Lord shone around about him. All because he was willing to forsake all and follow Jesus. Then you got Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, verse 43, it says that the believers, the early believers, 
It says that fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed together had all things in common, sold their possessions or good, divided them among all and anyone who had need. Here you've got the early believers so touched by the presence of God, the glory of God and what they had seen that they forsook all and followed Jesus. So the shepherds had it right when they said, hey, let's go. Let's go see this. And I believe we're in a time and a period right now where it's time for people to stop walking in fear. It's time for people to stop letting the things of this world overcome them or pursuing all the things of this world, thinking that's going to bring them happiness, it's going to bring them joy, it's gonna bring them fulfillment. When there's only one thing to drop all for and seek, and that's Jesus. Isaiah 28, 16 says, therefore, this is what the, the sovereign Lord says. I'm reading this out of the New Living Translation. It says, therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I've placed a foundation stone in Jerusalem, a firm and tested stone. It's a precious cornerstone that it's safe to build on. Oh, I love that translation. It's a safe and precious cornerstone that's safe to build on. And whoever believes never needs to be shaken. Never needs to be shaken. Folks, listen to me. There's all kinds of things going on in the world. There may be all kinds of things going on in your life tonight. This may be the worst Christmas season you have ever had. This may be, the, 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 you, you may be facing catastrophic things, but listen to me, if you've got a foundation built upon Jesus and you have been like the apostles and the early believers and those shepherds in the field and you have forsaken all and to follow Jesus, listen, you will never be ashamed. Because no matter what goes on shaking in this world, the foundation stone of Jesus Christ will never, ever be shaken. Now, Romans chapter 10, verse 9, is, is where Paul quotes Isaiah 28. He actually quotes Isaiah 28, 16 when he is writing Romans chapter 10, 9 and 10. And look how he uses it. He says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in all your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, here's his quote of Isaiah 28, whoever believes on him will not be, and he translates it there, it's been translated this way, he will not be put to shame. In other words, he, what you're believing will not come short. God is not going to sell you out. God is not going to sell you out. God is not going to come up short. God's arm is big enough to rescue you tonight. 
God's arm is big enough to save you and no matter what scene, no matter what problem, no matter what's going on in your life. And this Christmas season, I want to encourage you. Listen to me. You really only have one thing to do. That's seek Jesus. You only have one thing to do. It's not complicated. There's no hoops to jump through. There's no, no, no major obstacles. Only to do what it says, what the scriptures tell us right here. To confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Don't let Christmas be turned into Santa Claus. Seek the Savior. Be like the, the shepherds. Forsake all and go to follow him because I'm telling you, you will not come up short. God is a faithful God and God will rescue you and God will save you. God will deliver you. And right now I want to pray for you. So Father, I just pray over every person watching. I just speak over their lives and I just thank you for the anointing of God that can reach past distance. The anointing of God that can pierce through any problem or situation or any amount of darkness because no darkness can stand in light. Father, I pray right now those facing catastrophic problems, those facing overwhelming situations right now that Lord, that by the anointing of God, you would touch them that their faith would arise and they would be just like those shepherds and say, let's go now. Let's go now and seek this Savior. Lord, as they turn their hearts to you, I declare their darkness will disappear. I declare their fears will be gone. Their guilt and shame will be gone and removed from them. That God, you will so deliver them You'll so deliver them, they'll be just like the Apostle Paul who just went from one way to the next way in an instant. That, Lord, they will truly go from darkness to light in an instant. Lord, I thank you for blessing every person who cries out in this season to you. That, Lord, I know that your arm's not short. And as they turn to you, Lord, I thank you for touching them and ministering to them right now. Because I know that it's faith that pleases you. So, Lord, I declare the simplest of prayer that's prayed. The child's cry that goes up to you. I thank you, Lord, that you answer it. And that truly this is a miracle season. Lord, that truly this is a season of of great miracles taking place in people's lives. Miracles like they've never seen before. Lord, and I pray this season for everyone who's not made that decision for you, that Lord, you would touch their hearts and they would see you, Jesus. And as they cry out to you, Salvation would come upon them, Lord. And Lord, I thank you for it. I thank you for it. It was a special night. It was a special night. Can you imagine the manger scene? I bet the cows 
were even in awe of what was taking place at the birth of the Savior of the world in this manger. We're going to sing another song. It's my favorite Christmas song, Oh Holy Night. And I want you just to think of as we're singing this, of what a special night it was when Jesus came into this world. And just let your heart be touched by the anointing of God.
Wednesday night it was. And Lord, we worship you and we praise you with it. Now what I want to ask you to do for those of you watching, <clears throat> are you at home or we're listening wherever you may be? It's a no, God loves you. Seek the Lord while he may be found before it's too late. I encourage you this season to, when you're with your family, friends, to share Jesus with them. Go ahead and send this broadcast to somebody. Share it with someone. Because I'm believing God tonight for miracles. And I just want to encourage you. God's with you. He's got you. Put a smile on your face. Enjoy life. Because He is life. I want to ask those of you in here tonight to find someone and pray with them. Bless them. Speak a good word over them tonight. Let that true fellowship of the Spirit of God flow in us tonight. And so let me pray with everyone out there. God bless them. Let them have the merriest Christmas they've ever had. Lord, let this be the greatest day of their life. Bless them, Lord, like they've never known it. And Lord, we give you all the praise. We give you all the thanks. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Y'all get with somebody and pray now as they continue just to play a little up here. And let the Spirit of God use you tonight. <laughs>